one reason I don't want to go overseas. We end up talking about the airline stuff, so I want to you know talk a little bit. Are Let's we get, recording? Yes, we're recording. Oh, shit. So <laughs> episode seven, episode seven, uh, episode seven, episode Dude, eleven. What's wrong with you? Who's the, who's the fuck up? Episode eleven. Seven. Okay, edit that. No, you don't have to edit. Uh, episode eleven. Uh, so this is a little delay in our our weekly. Uh, podcast, which you guys have been loving a lot. I mean, you got a lot of compliments all around the world. I got a bunch of people messaging me like, I can't wait to hear about your travel stories in the back because they saw the disaster that we went through going overseas. But here we are. Yeah, it's, uh, you have a, we have a lot to cover because this, I'm going to talk a little bit about bodybuilding and there was a couple of shows in there. Um, the Reno show, which is the start of your journey went overseas. I want you to talk a little bit about that. Uh, this is the one year I didn't go. Yeah. Normally I'm there and we can talk about Could from you the imagine beginning. if you would have came with? You would have. Oh, my abs- gosh. Re- during this. I told you to turn around. <laughs> during this time, Regan said that to me. He goes, what happened is Jay is here. I'd have said, we would have went straight home. You would have said, I'm done. <laughs> Fucking, I, two hours into it, you would have said, send me home. <laughs> All right. So for you guys that followed us on the other channels, and we talked about a little bit about this in the episode, was uh, – so Regan Grimes came to Las Vegas. He's a Canadian yeah. citizen. Um, he came here. He, you know, started training under Milo Sarsev. He, you know, wanted to redeem his Olympia. He placed 15th, which, by the way, I placed 15th in my first, and I think he did two years in a row, Two years right? in a row, he got 15th, yeah. And uh, so he wanted to redeem himself, so he wanted to do a show after the Olympian. For those that don't realize, those shows do qualify for 22. Yeah. Uh, and it started at the Reno event. Mm-hmm. And we kind of did some some posing clinics and whatever else with him, you know, taking him through the poses, trying to switch up, look best on his body. And, you know, one thing about Regan is, and people don't understand, and, and you know, I'm going to give him his props right now, is that he has something that a lot of the competitors don't have, and that's the shoulder width, okay? And yeah. the small waist, and he's got the small joints. So illusionary, he looks a lot bigger on stage. Yeah. But he's a big guy in general. He's taller than most me, Phil Heath. I mean, he's six feet. Yeah. Is he, is he's, he six? A, he's six feet without. Okay, so, he's six foot. so R- Ronnie Coleman was 5'11". Dorian Yates was 5'10". Phil, he's 5'9". I'm 5'9". Yeah. Okay. Uh, Brandon Curry's 5'8". Sean Roden's 5'10". Yeah. Uh, who else am I missing? Big Rami's what? About six foot. Okay. The five, five, eleven, six. He's so, about the same. So height. he's he's a he's a little taller for Mr. Olympia. Yeah. Um. So Regan's we, taller than most bodybuilders. Okay. So There's very few that are six feet. So when you have that combination, it's lethal on stage, right? The shoulder width, and he does have a small waist because he's a younger guy, right? He's not too deep into his career, and uh, you know, so we are kind of just kind of critiquing his physique, and you know, what did you notice? From the time the Olympia uh, happened and he came to Vegas, like changing up the training, what were you seeing in progression in the gym? The biggest thing that I've noticed was he got, every day he got dramatically leaner. And the leaner he got, the bigger he looked. Okay, but he got leaner how? Because he went on zero carbs for five days, two hours, two training sessions a day, heavy, I mean, brutal training sessions, two cardio sessions a day, no carbs for five days. And then I want to say Milos bumped him up to about a thousand grams two days in a row and we saw him explode. And then he sucked him back down for another five days until we got to Reno. And then he filled him back up and he, he looks dramatically. Yeah. So I don't think that, you know, we always talk about, you want to make improvements. You can't 
just do the same old thing over no. and over. And I don't think Regan was training twice a day at no. home. No. And maybe he was doing two cardio sessions, but, you know, with the combination of zero carbs. Yeah, literally and, zero. And, and not you know, like he was, 20 or 30, he was adding zero. some fats in there. So let's, yes. let's not confuse it like, oh, he was on a low fat diet and no. he was. He had fats and protein. Okay. Uh, I can tell you to go back to when I needed to change. Like when I broke through in the pros, like I did my first pro show, I was 11th at the Night of Champions. And then the next year, like I did 50 carbs a day, and that's how I qualified for the Arnold and the Olympia that year. Um, and I did two hours of cardio a day, and I always trained basically four times a day. I was in the gym twice for weights and twice for cardio. Mm -hmm. So I had to dig in that deep place. And I think Regan, for the first time, stepped into that oh, for sure. place where it builds champions, right? Yes. He, I don't. I, I guarantee you, he's never went that deep before. And you know, you said he's not a super sleeper. No, like he doesn't sleep eight no. or ten hours. See, that's the difference of me. I, I was a great. I can sleep anywhere. If, anytime. if he gets his sleep in check, I think the improvements he'll make in the next year will be astronomical. Yeah. So, so he improved a lot. Yes, it did take a depleting body in order to yes. make those improvements, and then, like you said, he carved up. Um. I did not attend Reno, and he finished second. Yes. he Sean Clarita won. Which is, let's talk about that. You know, it... Because you were there, and I, I was, was there. The, I was getting play-by-play. Play. And, and I'll say this. Sean Clarita is complete from head to toe. He looks like a mini Ronnie Coleman. He's, he's, he's extremely know, but, dense. But he's five feet. But he's five foot, and he's 170-something pounds. It, this is what confused me, and I'm not... I'm not... Uh, pointing at judges or anything, Sean lost the Olympia because Derek was bigger, wider, and more symmetrical, better structured. That's why he lost to him. Regan has the best symmetry structure in the game, period. And he was about as conditioned as Sean, and he's 80 pounds bigger. So I was confused how it happened. No, I'm not. I mean, if Sean wins, he wins. I mean, I'm not a judge, and I'm not going to I'm not going to say they were right or wrong, but it confused me to how you could give up that much size because at the end of the day, it is a muscle contest. And Regan has a ton more muscle. So does Sergio because Sergio got third. Sergio's 100 pounds bigger than him. So I don't, I don't understand how Sean could lose to Derek because Derek was 30 pounds bigger, but then beat Regan. And Regan was in better shape than Derek was at the Olympia. And Sean was in better shape, uh, you know, obviously, than uh, Sean was in really, really good shape, too. He was probably more conditioned than Regan. I don't, I don't know show. if I agree with that, though. As far as what? I mean, I think, I think um, Derek Lunsford was unbelievable at the Olympia. He was. He was. Like, condition-wise, I mean, he had the really the lines in his yeah. glutes and stuff. I don't think Regan But is Regan had that, that, too. I don't think he's at that mature level yeah. yet. He might. I mean, and look, and, it, and I wasn't sitting in the front, mm -hmm. so I can't look at it and say, okay, I see that because I'm, you know, I was sitting off to the mm -hmm. side, so I didn't see it. And that's why I never say whether a judge is right or wrong yeah. because I wasn't there in that exact spot to see what they of see. Of course. I mean, you, and you, that's if, a difference. If you sit one seat of course. forward from the seat you're in, yes. it can make a difference on how that body looks, yes, right? Yes, for sure. And But yes, I understand your point. I just like, it's listen, the structure. Yeah. Like, I definitely saw the pictures and saw, like, live videos, and I'm like, man, Clarita looks tiny in the lineup. But yes. if you – if I was to say, okay, between Sergio, Clarita, and Regan, who has the most complete physique, 
I would have to is say Clarita. Clarita. Yes, it is. Like he's just like you said. You compare him to Ronnie Coleman. He's in a my mini eyes. Ronnie. Ronnie Coleman is the greatest bodybuilder of all time. Yes. Okay. There's no one in my opinion that's better, and that's my yes. opinion only. Mm-hmm. I mean, people would argue Flex Wheeler was put together, but no. I'm talking like Head to Ronnie toe. Coleman. Yeah, like 99. You know, whatever. 98. Yes. Whatever. Um, I can under what you're saying there. I can understand yes. that. Sean has less weak points than uh, yes, Regan does. Yes, yes, you're right. Yes. That that's that's a great Yes. And if we say, okay, let's pick Regan apart. We can. Okay. We can pick anyone apart. Yes. And you could yes. pick me apart even when I was winning yes. Mr. Olympia. Like we said he needed more size. But yes. we're gonna get to that later yes. because I think, you know, later he proved that. But let's talk a little bit about so Regan got second. Yes. Clarita won. Sergio was third. third. Now leading into the show you and I both never thought Clarita would win this contest. I didn't think he had a chance. And you thought, you know, listen, you work with Regan. He, we're close with him. You know, we watched. We said, okay, he should be able to win this thing. When but we saw we him thought here, Sergio would probably be the winner. Or I thought Sergio or, or Cedric, Cedric. Yes, Sergio or Cedric on paper should have won mm-hmm. that show. Regan should have. Now, if you go by the Olympia standard, Regan, you wouldn't have thought it. But from what we saw happen here in the yeah. two weeks leading up to it, the physique we saw here would have been a top 10 at the Olympia. Yeah. He would have had a different placing. So we thought Sergio or or uh, Cedric would be yes. the front runners. Cedric was not his normal self. And how, how how poor or Cedric how just doesn't have that showing? overwhelming size that he had. He looked so he looked smaller. Okay. Yeah, he, looked, he, was in, he was in decent shape. I heard shape. he was in good shape. He was yeah. in good shape, but he just was, he wasn't that massive, overwhelming 285-ish. I don't know how much he weighed. But he didn't look big up there. He looked like another guy. Sergio, and he never finished, right? No, so he didn't. He even... was out of the top five, and he didn't come back to the night okay. show. Sergio looked better than he did um, at the Arnold, and I want to say he just needs to get. A, he was still a little bit too big, you know. He's a Sergio's put a lot of size on. He's really, really big, and I think he was just a little bit too big still. Because I think his midsection is hurting him these last couple yeah. of shows, and that was kind of his signature. Because he always it's, had a super tiny, small yeah, waist. Yeah, In certain times, it's hard for him to control it. And I don't know if that's in digestion issues or what it is, but I'm sure or he'll he go back. too heavy, you know? He could be. just He's really big. Like, he's put – he's as big as anyone that's on the Olympia stage. Now, if he was in his best shape – He would have won. Okay. Yes. If Sergio looked like he did, let's say, at the Arnold last year – I believe he would have won, and I believe he would have he would have won for sure, because he he does have even less you know flaws, but when you're when you're just a little bit too big, you know it 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 can affect you. Was Regan disappointed? No, he wasn't. I would I mean I I was probably more disappointed because I really thought he could win after we saw him here, but no, he was happy because he went from fifteenth and looking like shit at the Olympia. He was flat. He wasn't conditioned right. He didn't look right. And he came in and looked as good as he looked. So he took from that and said, I see what I can do. Let me do it even better at the next show, which he did. You know, so so that he was very happy with that, that he actually redeemed himself. No matter what, you know, even wherever he placed, he knew, he knew what it took to get in that condition. All right, so you guys left Vegas. Mm-hmm. Milos went with you, right? Yes. Now... What was the plan to do Reno and then what? The plan was to do Reno, and then from Reno, he had to do an appearance in at the Dubai Muscle Show That's right. in Dubai. 
And then from Dubai. That was the following weekend, correct? The following Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Okay. And then that Sunday, there was a big Rami in the KO squad had a show in Cairo, Egypt. So he planned on doing that show as well. So we had to begin this hell journey around the world just to just, just All right, so what that. happens if he won Reno? He still would have did it. Really? Yeah, well, he had to go to Dubai either way. I, I understand that, but, yeah. I mean, going to Egypt and Dubai is I think different. He, I think he would have still done it. He would have still done the show because it's Big Rom. He's Mr. Olympia. It's in his home country. It's his first ever show he's involved with. That is a cool-ass show to say. I won the first ever pro show attached to the reigning Mr. Olympia yeah, in his pretty, home country, cool bragging, right? you yeah. know, it's it, they got a cool big trophy KO. They 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 it, they rolled out the red carpet for him, and it was it was worth it. I think he would have done both of them either way. So all right, so you you did Reno, and what did he do like after? I mean, what did like how do you he carved up like crazy? And then we, we went out. We went out uh, after Reno. He we went out and had one Milo. Okay. Let him have a straight cheat meal, and then that night because the next day we were flying out, so we packed all the meals we packed seven meals worth but it was just protein fats and, and different veggies and that's it so we we anticipated you know spending the next 22 23 hours getting to dubai all right so i want to hear about this the, how this journey starts okay <laughs> from the tests so you guys know okay so international travel is not the same no okay we thought 9 11 changed travel <laughs> no. restrictions so okay so you get to reno uh, you take a, uh, so, so in order, every country you go to has different rules. So you okay. have to look it up ahead of time and figure out what their rules okay. are to get into Dubai. You have to have a negative PCR test 72 hours from your first flight. Okay. In order to get to Dubai. And so when we landed, on we Friday. knew we got in Friday at noon or, or at and like, you had to take at it noon. this at the airport. Is this, a we test did it right at the airport. Okay. So we got in at noon and we knew we were leaving at 10 in the morning on Monday. So that gives you 72 hours. It's actually 69 hours or whatever okay. it is. So we knew if we do this right away, we're good. As soon as we get on this flight, we can go. So we get up in the morning, 5 a.m., you know, get people off to the airport. We get in the car, drop the rental car off, get to the airport. There's a massive storm. So it our flight gets delayed. Shit. It was awful. It was the weather was really bad. Yeah. Our flight gets delayed till 930 or, or till like 1130. And then it gets delayed again and again and again. Actually, our flight was at 830. And then it got delayed to 1030, then 1230. But we had a 105 flight from San Diego or from San Francisco to Europe. But we had business class the whole way. So I just get a message saying, you've been delayed. You're going to miss your second flight. So now I'm going, oh, shit. Now we're gonna, this is what we're going to have to deal with. So I get on the phone. I call United. What are our options? Well, we're going to keep you overnight and you're going to fly out tomorrow. And I was like, we can't fly out tomorrow because one, we need to get to Dubai. Two, our PCR test is going to expire then. And then okay. we have to get a new one and it takes 48 hours in Reno oh, to get okay. it. They don't have super fast ones like we have here in other okay, cities. Okay, so you don't get the results. So we're, we're kind of screwed. So why can't you go outside the airport and get it? You could try. You could go try to find one. But can't you get it like CVS or Walmart? No, Walgreens it has or? to be an official one that's listed. Like those are like personal ones okay. you can get done. It has to be from an accredited lab. Okay. So I said, okay, what are other options? And they said, well, we can take you off United and we can put you on Lufthansa through Germany but you're getting downgraded to coach. And I'm going, oh, shit. You know, I mean, that's, you know how it is. I mean, flying to Europe in coach versus business, it's come, it's night and day. No, flying to Europe in coach when you thought you had business oh, it's is, the worst. is like even so you worse. Got robbed. 
Yes. It's, it's yeah. awful. It's awful. It is like the worst feeling in the world. You're like, I get a lay flat bed and I get I, I, steak and now I have to sit with what peanuts I, in the back. You know what I would say? Fuck this. I I'm know. Done. I know you said I'm not going. Yes. So in the back of my head, I'm going, fuck, can we try to, can I take this PCR test and like Photoshop it or something yeah. and spend the night? But we had to get there. So we say, all right, put us on Lufthansa. So we get to Denver. We get from Denver. Now, right when we go to get on it, I'm like, how much is it to upgrade to business? And she's like, it's $1,000. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I would have paid it. And she goes, but there's only 30 people in the back of the plane. So the whole back of the plane's wide open. Don't do it. And they had four seats in the middle because it was a triple seven. So, yeah, yeah. so we had four seats in the middle. So I said, screw it. I'll just lay across and save a thousand bucks. So we get to Germany. Everything's fine. We go to get on the plane and the lady says, okay, where's your PCR test? And I hand it to her. And because we got delayed those three hours, it was off the hours. It was past the 72 hours. And she goes, it's past the mark. And she takes her pen and she goes, you're not getting on this plane. Yeah. You're not getting on this plane. And I said, what, what are you talking about? We can't help it. It's because weather. She goes, it doesn't matter. You're not getting on this plane. Go get a new PCR test. Wow. And that was it. There was no Yeah, anything. and I think I texted you around that time because I'm like, hey, where are you at in this journey? And you're like, dude, I can't even talk right now. <laughs> I was you so were mad. so mad. And so now we have to go find a and PCR test. I'm laughing test. my ass off, by the I'm way. I'm sure yeah. you were because you're like, ha-ha, I'm not with him, and yeah. shit's all fucked up for him. So we go downstairs. We do the PCR test, 300 and something dollars each. So you have no choice. You have to pay it. And it's not like the PCR test here. They take it from your mouth. Here, it's one of those It's one of those swabs that's this big, and they jam it into your brain. And you can feel it all in the back of your head. And it takes three to six what hours to get the result. How, where do they put it? They take this swab that's this long, and they tilt your head oh, back. Yeah. And they stick it down your nose, and you can feel it almost touch your brain. Wow. And they turn it around in there, and your face is all watering and shit. Yeah. So we do the PCR test. And the lady says, after you get this, go upstairs to Lufthansa and they got to rebook your flight. So I go to, we go to one counter. Now you got to remember, Regan's on no carbs. He hasn't slept because he stayed awake because he was thinking he was going to have a lay flat How much bed. food does he have by this point? He's got six meals. So he's already went through like three or four. So we go to one counter. It says Lufthansa customer service closed. Walk to this other one. So now we have to walk to the other side of the airport. Now Frankfurt Airport is probably as big as, as O'Hare. It's massive. So we walk to the next one. That one's closed. We walk to another one. We sit down and I finally get in front of a lady. Now he's having a hard time even functioning, walking and he's falling asleep. So we get to the counter and I said, look, what are our options here? And she said, I can get you out tomorrow on, uh, I think it was British Airways through London and there and you'll get there late tomorrow night or you're gonna have to fly out on Thursday on the same flight. And I was like, what? We can't be stuck here for two days. This yeah. is ridiculous. And I looked up the flights and I was like, there's an Emirates flight that leaves at 10 o'clock tonight. And she's like, well, we can't do anything. If you booked it on Lufthansa, we would just put you on that flight. But your ticket's through United. So you have to go to the United counter and deal with them. Now, the United counter, you know, when you travel internationally, mm -hmm. you get stuck in this transit zone where you're not really in any country. You're, you're, you're in the middle of like no man's land, so to speak. But the United counter is in Germany. So we had to go to customs, explain to them why we had to go to customs, mm -hmm. go through and we get to United counter and they're like, we can't do anything for you because we don't have a partnership with them. Not even as a 1K, they wouldn't help you. They have no deal with Emirates. So okay. there's nothing they could do. So now we can't go back to the transit zone because we have no plane ticket. So we're stuck. So I'm si we're sitting there on on steps 
like just random steps and I have my laptop out and I book two flights on Emirates after bags and this, that, and the other. And after the, the COVID test, it was almost $3,000 to get us there or we would have mm-hmm. been stuck for two days. So I booked these flights. I go sit down. We go to the, you know, we, we spend a couple hours. We have like five hours before the flight takes off. We've been in the airport for 10 hours yeah. already. He's all out of food. So we find some, we find some restaurant and they cook him whatever food he can get. And we, we get three extra meals and we pack them just to take them with. Like what? Uh, what? Just like uh, chicken, uh, just chicken and vegetables. Okay. That's all he can eat. And like, and some peanuts or, or, or some almonds or something because he had no peanut butter with him. So we then, we go to the Emirates, we check in, we get everything done. And I said, here's our bags. And they're on the phone with Lufthansa. I was there for about 20 minutes with them. And they said, your bags are going to be on the plane. Lufthansa's bringing them to us. They already have your bags. We spoke yeah. to them, said, no problem. So we get there, we fly, we land, no bags. <laughs> <laughs> our bags are story. gone. So, and I'm <laughs> sitting there because, so even before that, there's something else too. So I had a transplant in my eye. So when you go through customs, they yeah. scan your eyes in Dubai. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't scan my eye. So the guy's like, you got to go over to this other side and you have to stand in line in there. They have to manually do it. So Regan gets through and he's sitting on the other side and I'm sitting there standing in this other line and he texts me, he goes, our bags aren't here. I'm like, oh, fuck. So I end up getting through and I sit down and I go over to the bag lady and I said, where are our bags? She goes, she's on the computer. She goes, oh, they're still in Germany. They're going to bring them here Thursday night. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? It's just, that's two days from now. Why are yeah. our bags not on this plane? And why can't they put them on the next plane? Why do they have to hold them for two days? And she's like, I don't know. So we have no bags. We have nothing. We've been going for three days straight or two days yeah, straight Yeah, so now. you haven't changed your shirt or anything. No shirt, nothing. Just zero. Oh, my goodness. Just awful. And so uh, Samir, uh, Samir Trudy picks yeah, yeah, us yeah. up. So now we go to this little restaurant and get a little, I mean, this little convenience store and get like toothbrush and so regan's in sandals he still has to do cardio so he's got to buy some piece of shit shoes just so he could do cardio but the first thing we had to do was he had to go film with larry wheels so he's film if you go to look at larry wheels youtube page regan is training in a pair of sandals because he has no clothes he has nothing and he trains shoulders no sleep for three days or two days or whatever it is and he's training in his sandals so we end up Going through the whole day, getting everything done, we go to check into the hotel. There's no fucking hotel. <laughs> There's they have a hotel in my name. His name is gone. He has no room. And we were supposed to have a two-bedroom suite with a kitchen because he's dieting for a show. So we've been screwed all over the world. We've been stranded. We've been having had to book three grand. Dude, you're supposed to be an expert booking these flights and reservations. <laughs> Dude, there was a period of this. I was this close to saying. Fuck it, we're going home. <laughs> I don't care. We're going home. I can't deal with yeah, this anymore. Yeah. So we we sit down, we go to we have no room, no nothing. And I just go on on my app and I book a Hilton around the corner and I said, We're going here. There's a kitchen. It was like a thousand bucks for two days. And I didn't give a shit. He needed it. So we go there and that's just the first three days to get there. So the next day we're at the Dubai Muscle Show and we're both in the same clothes still, but at least we had a washing machine in a in our uh, in our room. And I don't know if you saw on my Instagram, I legit went and got dish or no, I went and got bath soap, and I put bath soap in it, and I washed my clothes, and I turned them inside out and wore them the next day because I had I didn't we didn't have time to go shop or anything. We were just so delirious. Yeah, but that was the first four days of this absolute 
fucking nightmare. Well, normally uh, I would have gone to this more than likely. I've been a lot of times. You know, we went for the first. The year. first one, first Dubai Muscle Show ever, was in a tent. Yeah. Outside of the Marriott where we stayed. It's really actually a cool area. Yeah. You know, oh, we, walked, really we were nice. able to walk across the street. Yeah, we I just think. walked across the street. Yeah. Um, and now it's this massive event. Six years later. That was yeah, Lazar was, was there with me that year, the yep. Instagram yep. guy. That was Lazar. in 2015. Yeah. So, you know, I couldn't go. No. I had a show in Massachusetts, the New England Bodybuilding Championships, which was one of our most successful ones. But it's the first time we were able to have a show in a year and a half. Okay. So we canceled... 2019 was the last show I had. It was the New England's in 2019. So 2020, both shows canceled. And then 2021, the spring show canceled. So we was able to have the first one. And, you know, after postponing it, we had it outside of Boston. Huge turnout. Great success. Uh, you know, I do this show with Steve Weinberger. So, you know, he was there. And, of course, uh, you know, he was adamant about having the show. So it was great. But I was able to go back and see my family prior. You know, I spent almost a week there. And uh, it was the first time going back before, you know, my, my dad passed away in September. And normally when I go back, and it's been a tradition that, you know, Angie's gone with me and the dogs and everything, that we get to see my, my family and my dad. Yeah. But number one, we, we got to go to my dad's grave site, which was the last time when we, you know, we buried him in September 17th. So... We were able to go visit, and then, you know, I wanted to see my brothers and sisters. You know, I have a large family, but my sister just got over COVID, and my brother just got over COVID. They were sick for like a week and a half. So I was a little weary about seeing them, but then they were recovering, and my other brother and my sister-in-law got COVID because obviously, like, the family was around each other. So it wasn't the right time. I did get to see my mother, and, uh, you know, I stayed at the – the encore in Boston, which was amazing. You know, it was very similar to the encore here. Um, and, you know, get to train and do whatever. We did some Halloween stuff. We went to Lizzie Borden's house, which was really cool. Um, for you guys that don't know about the Lizzie Borden story, uh, you know, it was something Angie wanted to do. So we drove like an hour to, to go visit this. Uh, what is it? It was like a girl that was accused of killing her parents, like her stepmom and her father. And they tried her and she got off. And they always say this house is really haunted. So it's turned into like more of a, um, like a, like especially around Halloween. Haunted like, place. Yeah, like haunted. So like they gave us a thing that detects like uh, supernatural or whatever. Uh -huh. I'm not really into it as much. Angie uh, was always something she wanted. So she's like, oh, Massachusetts. She's like, I didn't realize how much history before I started dating you, Massachusetts had. Oh, so of we went on like the Halloween tours. You know, we do this stuff every yeah. year. It's kind of like our first time we, we spent time together back in 2016. We started dating around that time. If you remember, we came back from the trip and she flew out to see me. Yeah. So it was kind of like a tradition that we've done. And uh, it was just good. The weather was terrible. I mean, it rained almost every day. But the show, like I said, was a huge success. Uh, a lot of new competitors. Um, you know, we do you know plan on having the events there probably next year also in the same auditorium. And Lynn, you know, Jose Raymond was a was a – you know, judge there and also Chris Aceto came down. Oh, that's good. Spent some time so I get to see him and it's pretty cool. You know, it was great. So meanwhile, you're going to the Dubai Muscle Show. Yeah. And of course I was getting reports from there. And Regan's now doing all these appearances. Mm -hmm. Uh and then he's he's going to compete in Egypt. And as <clears throat> a lot of you know now, he won. Yeah. So on Thursday our bags came in at like eight thirty okay. at night. So now we have bags, but we're 
we're leaving the next day. So thank God they came then. If they would have came Friday, we wouldn't have had them. So the bags come in Thursday night. We do whatever we have to do. We're all excited because we actually have clothes and all of our, you know, toiletry, shavers, and all this stuff. And we wake up the next morning. He goes and trains. We come back, and we take our bags to the Dubai Muscle Show because we have a 7 p.m. flight to Cairo, Egypt from Dubai. So directly we didn't after have enough, the event. Yes. So we didn't have enough time to go back to a hotel and pick up our bags. So we brought them, and Nick from Dubai Muscle Show let us store our bags up front in the office. So we did the event, walked out, went in, jumped in an Uber, and went straight to the airport. So we went to the airport. We flew to Cairo, and we uh, when we landed, I didn't realize how far it is. So it takes a while to get through there. It's just like three stages of customs in order to get there. Oh, one other thing I want to say that I forgot. Not only did that stupid lady X out our fucking tickets, when we landed in Dubai, they don't even ask for proof that you have a PCR test. They didn't even ask for anything. They didn't ask one time. Mm-hmm. So if she would have let us go, it would have saved us all this headache. We wouldn't have lost our bags, and we would have saved almost $3,000. They didn't even ask. They asked for a PCR test only in Germany. Everywhere else we went, they didn't say a word. Okay. So we end up getting there, and it's about an hour and a half to an hour and 45 minutes from the airport is on the east side of Cairo to where our hotel was. So, you know, we get to the hotel, and it was, it was, a, it was a, like a nice resort, and it had, thank God, it had all the food that he Yeah, you said needed. the food was amazing. Yeah. Like, when you could go downstairs. You could order you could order a steak and whatever else, and it was like 80 or 90 of the Egyptian pounds, which is like eight bucks or six bucks, seven bucks. So you could we eat like kings for the week, and it'll cost you $150. So it was, it was nice that we had, we had that there. And then, uh, obviously, he got ready for the show, and we ended up, you know, he ended up doing the you know, the KO show and he won and it was, you know, he won, uh, Shaban got second and Samson got third. And it was, I, I was more impressed the fact that Regan's probably one of the few people that I could travel with that he just kept his head down during all this chaos and just let me deal with it. And he didn't stress one bit and he held his condition all through this. And he looked even better at that show. I don't know how that's possible. He looked even better at the show in Egypt than he did. That's what I was going to ask. So he's rounder, bigger. We saw what his potential actually was. Yes. And how do you feel seeing him at the Olympia versus what you see now? If he looks the way he's going to look now, if he adds a little weight, he'll be in the first call out this next year at the Olympia. Because... He has the structure, the lines, the symmetry that a lot of other, you can't teach that. You can't earn that. You're born with it. He's like you said, he's got the width. He's got the tiny waist. If he adds a little bit of size, now remember, he was 252 at the Olympia and not in the best condition. He was 255, 256 at these last couple shows, peeled. So he's figured out what works for him. Now, imagine if he's 265, adding 10 pounds on his frame is going to make him look 30 pounds bigger. What's he missing? What, where does he need to improve? Like, where is he strong? Where is he weaker? He he needs to just get bigger everywhere. He's just... He's, he's just got downsized. a lot of width, though. His back he's got width. great. His, I think from the back, he's as good as anyone out there because he gets he has those crazy hamstrings that, like, Phil Heath had. Yeah. And no one else really has him like that. And he's got that tiny waist, and he's as wide as anyone up there. So, like, his back double... 
when he's in crazy shape, is as good as anyone in the industry. His back lat spread will hang with anyone. He's got to improve from the, like his front double's got to improve. And he's got to improve from the side. He needs a little bit more pec fullness. He just needs to get, just get yeah, bigger Yeah, I've been overall. talking about his potential for years. And, you know, it seems yeah. like there's a new breed of, of people coming in. And, yeah. you know, I love to see that, right? The younger guns. And, you know, I'd love to see him battle up there with Walker and yeah. Hunter Labrada and, he will for sure. These guys, you know. Now that he's Ian now that he's learned what it takes to get to that level, if he adds some size on, now it's going to be it'll be a battle with the Ians, Regans. Like like he wasn't in the conversation with them because he hasn't came to his own yet. Now that he has, now he's going to be in the conversation with Hunter, with Ian, with Nick as one of those guys that's battling towards the front. All right, so he he now went off to do Prague. Yeah, he decided last minute. He was like, I'm already over here. I'm in shape. I'm going to do Prague. And that's stacked up. I mean, Nathan's in yeah. that show. Nathan, Roly, Raphael, yeah. Samson. Yeah. It's it's going to be a... That's going to be the test for him, huh? Yes. It'll be a test for all of them. Because, look, if 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 Roly has came down even that much more and is his old self... improving, yeah. If he keeps improving, you know, look, he was a potential Olympia winner a couple of years ago. And Nathan is... Who's your pick to win it? <sighs> I I don't know, you know I I think I think it'll be between Regan and Nathan. Nathan's stronger in certain poses because he's so much he's so dense, and Regan is stronger. It, it, Regan beats him in certain poses, but I I anticipate those two being the last two standing. Now, which one will win? I I don't know, and I manage both of them, so it's kind of weird for me. Um, I posted a picture on Instagram. Mm-hmm. The other day, where the last time they shared the stage was in 2018 at Steve's show, the New York Pro, and Regan won Classic and Nathan won the Open, and now the two of them are battling each other. Yeah, I'd be curious to see how it how it ends up. But you, I saw pictures of you at the pyramids, and we talked about this was a bucket list for you. Oh, of course, dude. Just going to see the pyramids ever since what I was a little like? kid. Like walk when you drove up. I know you can see them like yeah from a distance, but tell me what it's like when you get. It's overwhelming when you get. 50 feet from it. Dude, I climbed up it. The police yelled at us. <laughs> how how big is the structure? You they're think? over 400 feet, like 40 stories. And they're, they don't even know how old, five to somewhere between five and 10,000 years how, old. How, I thought they thought that this was like uh, the aliens built the pyramids. Nobody, some people thought aliens built it. Some people think that they built it over time, over 20 or 30 years. I read, I watched this video the other day. They said even with modern technology, it would take four years to build one. With all the stuff one. we have, one. And yes. how many there? There's like seventy around around Egypt. Really? Yes. There's three big. There's two real big ones that are right next to each other, next to Cairo. But there's other ones that are further down the Nile. So could you go inside? Or you can. Um, we didn't go inside. Why? I thought you were going to go down inside to the tunnel. Or no, some they, shit. there was too many people there when we were there. And Is it a huge tourist attraction? Yes, it's one of. The, I mean, it's one of the biggest tour attractions. Tourist well, it's attractions one of the, in the world. One of the wonder wonders of the world. Seven yeah. ancient wonders of the world. Because nobody, nobody, everyone has their opinions of how they were built. How big are the actual? Um, the the they're like I forgot what it is. Five tons each. Some of the the bricks. But but what I ended up learning about it is, it is built with such precision that it's within a like a centimeter on every side. It's more it's more symmetrical. It's perfect. Even modern builders today with lasers and everything else cannot build it as as perfect as so, it is. So the pyramids are how old estimated? They One, one thing says they're about 4,500 years old. 
But then there's other reports that say they're over 10,000 years old. Okay, but I've gone to Greece and I visit like... Acropolis. Par- yeah, and all that. And they're restructuring that right now, right? Yeah. When I was there, there was like literally because... Was, yes. Yeah. What is... It, have they done anything such with the they don't pyramids? Need to. They don't need to. They don't, I don't they, get it. They... They're it just still doesn't standing. deteriorate like no, that. they've been there throughout the test of time. And in the, the way the way the, the the tour guide explained it to us, they didn't have like like how we use concrete and other stuff. They didn't have that. The the block the, the blocks the, yeah. they're, they're so perfect that if you set them one on top of the other, there's zero air in it. It becomes a permanent structure. Uh-huh. And over time, as they build up, it's like five hundred million aliens had to build it. I have no idea. But when you're down there and you look at it. It legit looks like it was cut perfect. Everything is perfect. J Mac, you think the aliens built the pyramids or? You're supposed to know this stuff. <laughs> but we got to see uh, multiple pyramids and we got to see the Sphinx, which was cool. Oh, what would that look like? You it's, take pictures of it? Yeah. It's just, it's a massive like body of a, a lion. I told you to take pictures and send it to me. I did. No, you didn't send me, oh. uh, but you sent me pictures of you fucking corner facing the fucking. <laughs> The corner facing the fucking pyramids. <laughs> I'll, I'll send them to you yeah, when we get yeah, off this, yeah. this podcast. So was it hot as hell? or No, no it was in the 70s because it's November. I wonder how hot it gets in the summer. I mean, it's north. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's North Africa, but it's not like. So how long is that flight from Dubai? Three hours. Okay. It's it's not. It's worth. And did you fly business or was it a coach? No. Only they coach they, they offered. If we wanted okay. to upgrade to business, they wanted like $700. And I'm like. I'm not paying seven hundred so bucks for three you hours. Went, you went out with all the people to, for food. They were very yep. cordial. Yep. Big I know Rami you hung out, out with um, Clarence, the men's physique yep. guy. Hung out. I, I never met him. And then okay. Big Rami came and uh, took us out to eat. Is he afterwards. super famous there? Yeah, he's he's like. Is he's, he like um yes. like a rock star? He's or? Like a pharaoh. He is. He is god there. He is. He is as popular as it gets. And was he, he big? Was he huge? Or yeah, he's 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 he went guest. How much do you think he before. weighs right now? Three fifteen. So it's not, and he's not still in his really normal good shape. Fifty, okay. No, but he's still in really, really. And good how did shape. he eat when you guys went out to eat? We he took us to some restaurant. No, but what did he eat? Um, just everything else we did: chicken, beef, um, rice. They just brought out this massive feast. And you guys and just, just kept feasted. bringing it up. I mean, it looked like there was like fifty people at the table. Yeah, probably thirty. It was every most, time we go overseas, isn't it funny? We go went to, to Kuwait and they had like all these people eating yeah. and. It's like, like a big, a big deal, event, right? like Regan won. So Dennis James was there and, and shout out to Dennis. Dennis is the reason that all that happened. So Dennis saw that Regan was going to be in Dubai and he messaged me and said, hey, would he be interested in doing, you know, the Egypt show? You know, it's Rami's first Ian show. Ian was going to do it. I, Ian said they tried to get him to, but he didn't. It's that's it, Dude, it's a far trip to make. Yeah, it's, but it paid good money. What was it? 12, uh, 12 grand? grand for the first. I mean, look, Prague's a, Prague is this weekend. The winner gets 45,000. Yeah. I don't know why I these thought guys about doing be. it quick, you know. Yeah, you'd get in shape quick <laughs> enough. You'd get smoked. Yeah. <laughs> you'd be dead last. Um, you'd beat me if I was. Uh, actually, Prague it. is a beautiful city to visit. I got to actually have the tourist trip uh-huh. around there. It was pretty cool. I wanted to go, but I knew we had this here. You, you would. You would. I was you like toast. Regan's. Like I'm going to do this show, and I said you're going. You on came your home own. and slept 12 hours, bro. I never. I, you don't sleep more no. than four or five. I got home at nine, and I woke up the next day. I, I went texted to sleep at you at like eight 10. in the morning, and you. I slept till 11:30, and then last night I slept like another eight hours. I normally sleep three or four, so but my body's back to normal. I have no jet lag now, but it was definitely. Uh, I've never, you know, I've been traveling pretty heavy for 15 plus years. Yeah. I've flown millions of miles all over the world. 
I had never had my patience tested that hard. And it seemed like everyone in Germany were just fucking dicks. Like every person in Germany, even when you Izzo's, check in. Izzo's not going to like that. Izzo, shout out to you, man. I know. I already told him that. I think I messaged him and said your country I thought No, I think, I think the, you know, I always <laughs> loved FIBO. I think they had some of the best fans in the world. But yeah, no fans, yes, they, but no, not the told, workers at the airport. He told me they're super strict there right yes. now. So COVID has definitely, like it's I told really you, there. I told you, like, I'm going to limit what I'm doing. I'm actually working on more projects at home, um, yeah. you know, with the Cutler Club and coaching and that kind of stuff because I want to, and we've talked about this, like yeah. we need to try to- Travel less. Yes, travel less and work smarter. And that's why we started the podcast. Yeah. And like, we want to basically, you know, work more leverage Just not Look, it, and people think it's a glamorous life traveling. You know, it's cool every once in a while, but when you do it year in and year out every week, at some point it takes a toll on you. And- when COVID shut us down, I'm sure you were the same way. I was in such a rhythm traveling every week for 15 years. Yeah, I did it for 20 that years. It was, it was normal to me. So when I stopped traveling, it kind of made me take a step back and go, holy shit, dude. Like, God, I've spent half my life on a plane and, and just going from yeah, city you know, to you city can't to get city. Back, you can't back that, get back that time. No. And I think we talked about uh, if, we, if I do like the Dubai Muscle Show, I'm going to try to get a group of appearances yes. based in the Middle East. If I go, go to Germany, two weeks there. if we just, go to FIBO, I'm going to have to get business around there. I'm not just strictly going to go for one go. event because no. it's just, it doesn't make sense to go for two or three days and come home. No. And we used to do that all the time. Fly yeah, to Europe, it's, right just, it's just the times have changed. The flying's not as easy. Um, you know, that you can't get those 20, 30 hours back on the plane that it took each way. You know, yeah. well, that's what the it promoters... It took us 36 hours to The get promoters to don't understand. Like, they're like, well, I need to book you for two days at this event. But yes, but it's, it's the like day three there days and a day to back. get there. Yeah. yeah. You lose so much. And, and I would say that to promoters. They would say, well, I only need you for three hours each day. That's yeah. six hours. And I said, it, it, we lose an entire week because... If you want them on Friday, we got to leave Wednesday to get there Thursday night, or we have to leave Tuesday so we have an extra day in there just to get your tell, body. Tell activated. me who some of the headliners at the Dubai Muscle Show that you saw. Flex Lewis, I saw um, was there. Flex Lewis was there. Hottie was there. John Delarosa um, was Larry there. Larry Wheels, John Delarosa, Yurishna um, uh, was there on a different. You know, I started managing Yurishna. Yeah. She's the second girl I've ever managed next to Angelica, so I'm looking forward to seeing what we can do with her. Mm. She's the you know, she's got the biggest following of any active girl competing in the world. And she's the, I call her the wellness queen. So we're going to see what we can have, uh, we can see what we can do with her. But that's kind of exciting for me. Um, then we saw William Bonac was there. Nathan Diasha was there. Kevin Lavroni, Ronnie Coleman. Yeah, Ronnie was there. That's right. You know, it was, it was, every year. Ronnie hasn't missed one, I don't think. No. And it was, it was a good, it's really big now. Like it's almost as physically as big as the Arnold. It's not as busy but it's it's really the booths are really huge. Big. It looks like yes, they people spend money on the booths there. There's a lot of booths that you just never heard of that were just massive. So companies. it's come a long way from when I started. From when, going it, on. when it was in a tent, <laughs> I cut the ribbon and all that. Remember? Yep, yep. You cut the ribbon. I think I have a picture. I have a picture of that on my Instagram. Yeah, from, it's pretty cool. Dude, that's that was six years ago. And we talked about the amazing. Uh, hotels that we stayed in and the catering. The hotel where we we did our military visits and. Yep. I know ne next year if if I know a Middle East trip will happen next year for sure, but when it does, it it needs to be planned six months. Yeah, in I mean, listen, I'm I'm selling products in Iraq, Algeria. I mean, Dubai. I'm sure we'll we'll go to Iraq. We'll go to Algeria. I'm sure we'll get into Saudi Arabia and, and different countries over there. And 
it's just not worth doing one-off trips anymore. No matter mm-hmm. how much money, it's just not worth the money. You have to have other stuff built around it. Because when you travel now, it's not like it was before where you just get on a plane and go. You have to research every country and every transit country to see what their rules are with traveling. Now, if you go to Egypt, you don't need a PCR test if you have a digital VAX card that has a barcode. If you have a VAX card, it doesn't happen. If you have a physical card, it won't work. But if they have one where they put their phone over top and scan it and it pulls up on a website and shows that it's authentic, you don't need a PCR to go to Egypt. But if you're going transit through Germany, you can't go to a restaurant unless you're fully vaccinated. Mm -hmm. And you have to have digital proof of it. So if you're an American citizen and you're in transit and you have a PCR test, some of these places won't let you in. So you can't get any food. So these are things you have to know when you travel. And it's just, it's not as, it's it's 10 times harder now with all the restrictions. But, and I don't, I don't know if next year they'll, they'll, uh, if things will go back to normal, or I don't know if this is just how it's going to be from here on out. I don't know. I mean, I hear rumblings that they're going to get rid of the masks and they're going to get rid of the other stuff. I mean, that's the same shit I was telling you on the way back from, on the way back from, uh, from Germany back to the U.S. The freaking I'm trying to sleep, and the ladies comes out of the fucking flashlight yeah, dude, in my every, face. Why is your mask? Everything your nose? Like, you know. We started this podcast talking about inflation, and we talked about you know the the t- changing times. I mean, I got a call from my Mercedes. Uh, guy today that buy cars from in Valencia and he said dude don't sell your G-Wagon because it's only going up yep and I told you before so I'm gonna give you half a million for production is just slow I mean I sold the Lambo truck and you know it's like people ask me why and it's like listen it's you know it's opportunity I mean yeah. if you can drive a car and basically make money with it you know that's that's I'm not, you know for me I don't drive that much so no. um, you, yeah there's certain vehicles I love to drive and you know but I'm all about you know, be able to make a profit too. Yeah. And I think, you know, we've seen the price increase for so much stuff. I mean, it's not cheap to fly. And we were just talking about tickets to fly from coast to coast. It's, it's expensive. It's just higher and higher. We have San Diego Fit Expo coming up at the 20th. Yep. So I want to mention that. So anyone that's on the West Coast, uh, we will talk about that probably in another segment. But mark your calendars. It's November 20 and 21st, I think. We got, we got you. We got Regan Grimes. We got Yurishna. And we got Sergio, uh, Sergio Oliva Jr. Yep. So it'll be... Uh, It'll be a really cool. It's the first real. I mean, outside of the Olympia, it's yeah, the only it's other in expo. California. So it's, it's in, in California. I know they have certain restrictions on. I'm not exactly sure what they are, but I think you have to show your vaccinated or a PCR test or something to get in there. But that's that's not the promoters doing that. That's the local government. Yeah. So, so. Steve Car Classics tomorrow. We're gonna yep. go check that I'm gonna, out. Yep. I'm gonna go check that out. So we're talking it. about that a little bit, and uh, you know, stay tuned, guys, for also my new Prevail launch, which you guys see sitting here. This is a different label from the past. I'm excited to uh, to showcase this to everyone. Uh, we've been doing some videos and content about that too. One other thing, the highlight of my whole trip was we went to the market on our way to the airport. And in Egypt, there is no rules. There's no laws. There's no nothing. Like our driver would drive down to one I way saw the wrong that, way. Yeah. And in order to get to the market, you have to play Frogger and you have to run across the street. I saw that. And that's yeah. a freeway. And there's shit going both ways. And I just, and I remember Clarence had his phone out and I had my phone out. And I said, all right, let's do this. And we ran across the street and walked and got across the street. And one of the guys was with us. He said, I'm going to teach you how to walk like an Egyptian. And we all just slowly walked through. And I mean, there's cars zooming by you and you're just standing there in between them. And I'm like, holy shit, we would never do this in the States, but we got through and got all the way across and we got back. So that was the highlight. I've, I've proven that I can 
cross a, a crazy street over street overseas without getting ran over. <laughs> but hopefully, it was I get it. To, hopefully, I get to come. Uh, See, I don't know if you'd someday. go because you just bitched the whole time. You're like, this place yeah. sucks. It's 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 not. I'm just, dude. I'm not a fan of traveling at this point. You know, yeah. I've kind of just burnt out on. It. I've done it so much, and I'm very content staying home and you know yeah. doing the content and just you know communicating through social media. I'm I'm the reason why. Obviously, I wanted to go on this one. I've never been to Egypt. And anytime there's a country I haven't been to, it'll spark my interest to go. But if you said to me, hey, we're going back to Australia, it's like, dude, I've been there fucking 10 yeah, times. Yeah. I don't care to go back there. I've been there. I, there's nothing I, else I want to see. But if it's somewhere I haven't been, I'd be more apt to, to going. But otherwise, no, I'll just... I'll sit here. That's a good thing uh, for our viewers. I want you to comment like where your bucket list visit would be. I mean, some people probably want to see the pyramids. Yeah. Other people want to go to Germany or they want to go to Australia. Yeah. Australia is one of my favorite places. It, it is one of my favorite. And I want to go to Thailand. I want to go to New Zealand. It was one place, two places I haven't visited. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I love Hawaii. I love going play. You know, you know what's funny? I've never been to Hawaii, but I've flown it's over great. it. Yeah, it's times. great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so many places. I mean, all over the U.S. I mean, people yeah. sometimes just want to go to Boston or just within the states. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of places in America that yeah. there's a lot of really cool stuff here. Like I was just going through my Instagram just popped up a year ago today is when I was up in northern Montana mm-hmm. and Dana Lynn picked me up and she took me way up into the mountains and we hiked this. You had your gun with rain. you, and of course, are you yeah. shitting me? And we went way up into the mountains to this avalanche lake, and it was like the most beautiful thing I've ever seen this hike. And it just popped up. And just last night, Rob texted me. And so I'm like thinking, damn, I need to go back up there. Yeah, yeah. I think we need to get you up there. I would see maybe do some outdoor shit, you know? Yeah. No, because they got like every toy in the world up there. So you'd actually enjoy it. And they got a private gym, so you don't have to worry about not being able to work out. Love my workouts, man. We just finished a training session. And, uh, you know, we appreciate the... Uh the insight on this crazy ass trip, man. Yeah. We got some good surprises for you guys coming soon. For uh, I think we're gonna have our first guest coming. Yep, up we're here. gonna have a, we're gonna have a couple guests coming up soon. We just we're not gonna tell people who they are. Yeah. They're just gonna find out when they appear. So until the next episode, guys. Uh, this is uh, we've wrapping it up for uh, episode eleven. Episode seven. Yes, episode eleven. <laughs> seven plus four. All right, so we're out. All right, Cutler cast. <laughs>